0: Hey guys, Morgan here, bringing you another episode of Joy and Hope. Before we start today, I have three shout-outs because there are three people who inspired this episode. So shout-out to my friends Anne, Corinne, and Alex. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much for that inspiring conversation yesterday, and I hope that I do all of your thoughts justice in this regard. So, we'll get into what we were talking about in a second, but before we do that, I want to thank all of my patrons on Patreon. Um, You guys are the ones that make this mission possible. I would not be able to do this without you. Thank you so much for your financial support. If you are watching this video or listening to this podcast and have not already become a Joy and Hope patron, I ask that you prayerfully consider doing so. My patrons are the ones that make it possible for me to carry out my mission of bringing light to the dark. So... It's three dollars a month nine dollars a month 25 dollars a month but whatever you can give there's no nothing's too much nothing's too little everything is so appreciated and by the grace of God so if you want to learn more go to patreoncom slash Mueller or click the link in the description below to look more into that if you haven't already subscribed to this channel I encourage you to do so that you so that you never miss out on new material. Um, Hit the notification bell as well for that purpose in case I ever post outside of Monday or Tuesday and I'm feeling a little crazy. Um, And let's just go ahead and pray and then dive in, shall we? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Totus tuis Maria ego sum. I am totally yours, Mary. So I just have to tell y'all, I am staring into a blinding light right now. So if somehow that's reflected in my eyes or if the high definition is so great today and you can see how much I'm sweating um, because it is really hot in here because I had to turn off the AC because when it cranks on it is so loud. Um, I just need you to know that I'm only human and that I appreciate you getting past that with me. So, great. Um, the title of this video, what the heck? How is life like a giant game of red light, green light with God? This idea, analogy, whatever you want to call it, actually first came to me several years ago when I was in college because I saw this other college woman babysitting one day and she was babysitting this little boy and they were playing red light, green light out on on the lawn and... It was so cute. So, like, that's why I stopped at first. Because I was like, this is adorable, right? Kids are adorable when they're out having fun, smiling, laughing. There's there's nothing better. And so I saw this little boy, and he was so joyful. Like, that is the word that came to mind to describe him immediately. was pure joy. And maybe you're not familiar with red light, green light. Um, I actually kind of forgot until the girls and I were talking about it yesterday. And Alex pointed out... So when you play red light, green light, the person who is kind of like the light, they turn their back at first when they say green light. And it's kind of on the person playing the game to just run toward the light, run toward the light, the person who's guiding them and you just run and then as soon as they turn around and say red light you have to freeze and you have to wait and then as soon as they turn back around and say green light you go they say red light turn around you stop you freeze and it just keeps going like that until you finally reach the light until you finally reach the person and then it starts all over again and it's great that day I was blown away. It was like I had this epiphany. And I was like, oh my gosh. My entire life is a game of red light, green light with God. Because whenever I desire something and I go toward it, granted, if it's a good, holy object of desire. Sometimes our desires are not good. They're not holy and we shouldn't be running toward them. But for this situation, let's just say my desire is something good and holy, something that God would will for me. So I start out in pursuit of it and I'm going hopefully toward God through whatever this is. So therefore what I'm actually going toward is God. So as I watched this little boy run, I noticed that whenever the girl would turn around and be like, red light, he lost none of his joy. If anything, he just looked that much more excited and giddy every time he got a little bit closer. And I was like, oh my gosh. In my life, that is not how I feel. So often, whenever God asks me to wait, or more like straight up tells me, like, calm down, like, just hang on a second. God is very blunt with me. (laughs) Um, It sucks. It sucks. And when I stand there, I don't tend to just stay, like, frozen, eyes locked on Him. I tend to give up. Or I tend to be like, this isn't worth waiting for, God. Like, I'm going to go off and try something else because you're not giving me what I want as soon as I want it. And that's not the response I realize as a Christian that I am called to have. As I was talking to these friends about it yesterday, Alex in particular, shout out to her, she pointed out that in this analogy... Whenever God asks you to wait, he doesn't stand there with his back to you. In those moments, he actually is full on facing you, asking you just to gaze on him in the waiting, asking you to grow in relationship with him as he prepares you for what's coming. And we should have joy. In that and joy in the waiting that's what this whole ministry is about because hope is trust in God extended into the future and having joy in that hope joy in that waiting but you guys I'm not perfect God asked me to start this ministry and I'm still over here like struggling every day to wait on his plan and to be patient and to be joyful like even right now as i record this video i'm super annoyed because all of a sudden there's someone doing yard work outside and instead of being like grateful to that person for doing my yard work for me so that i don't have to i'm just sitting in here like totally pissed off like seriously you couldn't do that in half an hour and it's like whoa morgan like reevaluate like where are all of these temptations to impatience coming from where are these seeds of bitterness and anger and jealousy arising and pay attention to that because those are the things that are stealing my joy not the waiting whenever the Lord Reveals something to us in consolation Meaning when we're at peace, when we feel so close to him in prayer I've heard it said that When the Lord reveals something in consolation We shouldn't undo that in times of desolation Meaning that when we don't feel close to him Or the waiting really sucks and the suffering feels really intense those are the moments where we're really called to advance in holiness because even though it doesn't feel great and we might not feel joyful in the sense of being like happy and smiling and cheerful joy goes so much deeper than that and it's that anchor of the soul even when we're out on the sea and the waves are rocky and we don't understand and we're the disciples in the boat and we're like, where is Jesus in all of this? Where is he in my longing for this pandemic to end? Where is he in this longing of mine for a relationship? Where is he in this longing to get into this school or to get this job or to seize this opportunity? Like, where is he? And I think, I say this to myself as much as I say this to anyone watching or listening. He's with you. He is fully turned to you, to me. And he's inviting us to take the next step in coming toward him. Even if that means waiting The next step might simply be coming to Him in prayer, going to adoration and just sitting with Him and letting Him enlighten us. Because sometimes the next step actually involves not taking a step at all and just Allowing Him to prepare you to take that step in His time when He knows that you're ready and when the situation is ready to continue on. So wherever you find yourself today, I invite you to think about that. Where are the situations in your life where the Lord is inviting you to be patient and to wait, not alone, but with Him and with your eyes and your gaze turned toward Him, seeking first things first. And if you're able, spend some time in adoration today. Before the blessed sacrament, in the real Eucharistic presence of our Lord, because that is where, more fully and in a more real way than anywhere else, He is turned completely toward you. And all He asks is that today you turn toward Him. All for the greater glory of God. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. God bless you guys, and we'll see you back here soon. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, We would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing joy and hope full time, bringing you the inspiring, creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.